We are live. Welcome to the EA Podcast. Uh, my name is Steve. You all know. Uh, this is Griffith. Yeah. This is Griff, rather. And uh, today we're going to do the top eight NBA players of all time. The, no twists, no catches. This is just basically the GOAT and the other seven. <laughs> so, Griff, what uh, inspired you for the idea for this podcast? Uh, basically, the uh, watching the series, uh, the, the Last Dance, uh, which uh, basically documents the final season. Um, uh, well, so the nineteen ninety seven ninety eight Chicago Bulls season, uh, and all the well, all the drama you know associated with that season, and it really does it does a deep dive on Michael Jordan's career, and uh, it really gave me a new appreciation uh, for what a great player he was. And, uh, it kind of made me, maybe think that, uh, it'd be really interesting and fun to make a list of the top, of the top eight NBA players. And not just, uh, Jordan's career though, but at least, uh, through the first four parts, I mean, they've delved uh, quite deep into, uh, not just Jordan, but like I said, Dennis Rodman and, uh, Pippen. Scottie Pippen and a bit of, uh, Phil Jackson as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. It, it's, he was, uh, he, He's an interesting guy, that's for sure. I learned a lot, a lot, a lot of things about him that I, I didn't previously know. Yeah, um, four parts into a ten-part documentary uh, tonight on ES. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, and tonight on ESPN is parts five and six, which will come to Netflix in Canada tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, since the weather tomorrow, at least here in Southern Ontario, for me, is not looking good, I'll probably catch up tomorrow on parts five and six. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's really interesting how much feuding there was, um, you know, between the, well, between the players and, you know, the coach and management. Yeah, I want to take a, a Rodman, quote unquote, 48 hour vacation and they find you a week later with Carmen Electra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, didn't they get married at one point or something? I don't like know that? if they were married, but I remember her saying, uh, I didn't realize the occupational hazard of dating Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. No, that was quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, about our lists, I'm going to just give you a quick little uh, rundown how I went through mine is I took basically the best players I could live real off the top of my head and then tried to break it down into different categories. Watch looking at the stats. This was not an easy list to say the least. Oh, God, there, no. have to, I mean – part of what got me to my list is you look at the, probably the two most dominant franchises in the NBA. It's not even close. The Lakers and the Celtics, you have to almost basically pick your best of them and like pop two or three of each of those uh, dynasties. I mean, hell the Celtics won 11 straight titles for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It really red hour back um, Bill Russell teams and just, you have to go from there. Obviously guys like, um, uh, Wilt the Stilt are going to be there, Jordan, James. And then, of course, you have to part of like the dominant guys, uh, Kareem, Bird, Magic, again, Bill Russell. And, you, and then it's, yeah, it's try to call the top eight and then go from, <laughs> go from there and, and ready to, for the internet to actually tear, tear you a strip. <laughs> well, I, I, exactly. I think it's amazing how um outside of you know two three players who i think were were, were uh, in my opinion are clearly head and shoulders above 
uh, you know, the rest of the league all time, you know, um, it, it, there's a pretty big log jam of really, really good players, not quite necessarily dominant, but great players nonetheless. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, they, I mean, sorry, let me rephrase. They were dominant in their own rights. They, these guys were all dominant. Uh, it, it, it's just, uh, you know, they, they, they weren't quite in that top, top tier of, of one, two, three players that we'll get to later in this podcast, but very good players nonetheless. Yeah, no, I I had a one through seven that I had no doubt. Fighting a person for the eighth was tough. Um, oh, for me, it was a three day. All, all five of them were really hard. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I found a one through seven and then breaking it down from eight and to a few honorable mentions without making this a two hour podcast was really tough. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm going to keep my uh, my my honorable mentions at a, at a trim for four to five or so. Yeah, I've got um, I've got four honorable mentions on mine, but that's just basically, like I said, to keep it up to our podcast. Because if you yes. just want to talk about great the greatest NBA players of all time, this could be a three to four hour podcast. Really, if you want to go into their stats, their impact, titles, whatever. Exactly. It's uh, I, it, it, these goat lists are a lot of fun to do, but I actually didn't fully realize how difficult it would be until I really, I can tell I kind of dove into it. Yeah. It's almost, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. okay but well, let's this your, Yeah. This was your idea. You kick it off with your number eight. Okay. I'm going to kick it off with my, with my number eight. I, I, I think this is going to be a controversial move. So I'm introducing my controversy early. Uh, okay. Just I, like I, I did that. Exactly. <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of people will probably put this guy higher on their list than I have mine. Uh, but number eight is Bill Russell. Um, okay. So, I mean, I think he was without a doubt the greatest defensive player of all time. I mean, they win a major award. They, they name a major defensive award after him for a reason. Um, he, uh, yeah, de- definitely, uh, definitely a great player. He played through some pretty, well, some incredibly dominant Celtics uh, teams. Um, you know, through through the sixties, uh, well, the you know the late fifties to. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. late sixties. He, he had a short career. Though. He only played twelve seasons, which yep. you know, it was it was kind of impacted his uh, some of his 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 totals compared to other players who played much longer. Um, but he was definitely, you know, uh, he he like for example, he averaged twenty two point five rebounds per game throughout his entire career, which is uh, actually it's not it, it's insane. Now it's not it's not number one, believe it or not. It is number two. Yeah, uh, there, but there is another player who actually, believe it or not got more but nonetheless um and uh uh he's 11 he was an 11 time all nba player uh an 11 time championship a five time mvp um winner and uh so th- those are definitely his his notable his notable achievements also he's first all time in defensive win shares and uh for those of you who don't uh know what a win share is it's a player statistic uh, which basically attempts to divvy up credit for team success to the individuals on the team. Um, and uh, basically the important things to note is that it's calculated using player team and league-wide stats, and the sum of player win shares on the given team will be roughly equal to... Basically, it's trying to essentially determine the player's uh, impact in the team's results, essentially. And, yeah, uh, uh, 
essentially that means a basketball equivalent of a war. It's tough to determine because in basketball, as opposed to baseball, players can go from the bench to the back onto the court, as opposed to in a baseball game, once you're pulled, you're pulled. So it's kind of of tough to uh, determine really a player's true value. I mean, they have the plus minus category, but sometimes that's, you can't blame someone for getting, you can't blame someone because their teammate is getting torched defensively. So it's well, exactly. There's different stats that uh, determine basically a player's uh, win efficiency. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so just for context, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar set the single season all-time record for 25.4 win win shares in 71-72. And uh, also uh, the all-time record um, for win shares at 273.4. So that's kind of the you know, the ceiling on wind mm-hmm. shares. So anyway, uh, in terms of defense, so they, they've also broken, broken it down into, into offensive and defensive wind shares. So Bill Russell is first all time in that category. So it's very good. Uh, the only kind of, uh, this is nitpicky. I don't want to say knock against Bill Russell. And it's just that, you know, offensively, he, he wasn't really a particularly notable yeah. player, you know, to career 15.1 points per game. Also, his player efficiency rating, um, which is kind of another, um, you know, a, 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 another another way sort of determining the player's um, effectiveness and efficiency and whatnot. Um, and that's a, a stat that sums up all the players' positive accomplishments um, and, like, basically points, rebounds, assists, etc. Subtracts negative accomplishments and returns a per-minute rating of the player's performance. Um, and it also has a benchmark, which is 15. So that's the average player in the league will have a per of, of about 15. So if you put up a per of, let's say, 30, you know, that, that's pretty telling. So anyway, uh, Bill Russell's per was 18.9, which is, you know, relative to the rest of the, guy, the guys on this list is very low. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and, and I mean, the the chief reason I think for, for why it's so low relative to the rest of the players on my list is because of the fact that he just wasn't a scorer. Mm. And okay. uh, they all, they all, now they also didn't measure blocks per game back in his era, unfortunately. Uh, so I don't know where he would stack up against uh, the league leaders, but I suspect, or the all time leaders rather, but I suspect he would stack up very high on that. On oh yeah. For blocks. I mean, if the guy <laughs> averaged 22 and a half boards a game, just a met, he'd probably be averaging close to maybe four or five blocks a game. Yeah, I suspect so. I, I suspect if you want to be number, I don't think I don't know if you'd be number one, but I think you'd be definitely in the top five. Oh, for sure. So for my number eight, I'm going to start with probably. Um, I don't know what else to say it. Uh, his uh, he recently just passed away and probably shocked uh, the entire sports community, and that's yeah. I'm going. Uh, number eight slash number 24 of the LA Lakers, uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And quickly run off some basic stats here. Uh, 18 all-star appearances, uh, average 25, uh, five, and uh, just under uh, five assists a game. Uh, five times, he's won the won the NBA title five times, two-time finals MVP. Surprisingly, only one league MVP, which is actually quite surprising to consider. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that was how, actually one. Kobe was uh, before when he retired was what uh, third all time in points, uh, mm-hmm. which one of this. Uh, 
I don't know how to describe it, but just uh, weird is it was the day after LeBron passed him in all time points is when Kobe had the fatal, uh, the fatal crash. Um, I know. <laughs> I, I yeah, remember, he, like I said, I remember <sighs> hearing about it on the radio and, and calling you almost immediately. Go yeah. away. Did you hear about Kobe? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, he was definitely one of the most dominant players of, of our of our era. Um, uh, he's got the second most points in the game with uh, 81, which he did against the Raptors. And and it wasn't one of those games where he was just – it was feed Kobe the ball and the Lakers were up by 20 the entire game. The Lakers were actually down after three against Toronto. Yeah, they were tracking to lose that game, I remember. Yeah, I think it was going into the thir- – uh, at halftime, st- stats-wise said uh, – that the Lakers were given less than a 2% chance of winning that game. And Kobe in the second half, I think, put up about 50 points in that second half alone. I think he might have put up 50 points in the, third, in the fourth quarter alone, to be honest. Yeah, no, yeah. That, game, that game, Kobe went absolutely bat, pardon my language, batshit crazy. Yeah, he went um, berserk. I, I've never seen a player go berserk like that. Yeah, I mean, before. as well as some of the players that we've got on our list uh, could put up points, even Jordan couldn't put up uh, what Kobe did that that night at the Staples Center? Well, uh, I don't know if I entirely agree. I, I, it, oh, he Jordan could have. He just never did. One of the yeah, that, that, that's more accurate. One of the yeah. difficult things about making this list in general is that we have players across numerous different eras, and the, and the game has really changed. Um, you know, even even from Jordan's era, for example, yeah. the three point shot wasn't really heavily utilized in the eighties and nineties. Um, you know, if you look, sorry, I was just going to say, if it was the three point shot was always there, but it wasn't utilized as a true key piece of offense the way it is Uh, now. Oh, especially once, uh, Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors dynasty started. Exactly. You can win titles with three point shots because you can go rally, you can go rallies back and Mm -hmm. forth. If you keep eating threes and they keep hitting, hitting twos, obviously you're going to win. Exactly. So can you imagine, for example, if Michael Jordan, who, you know, in, in, in some of his, his, his great performances, was relying on the two. He was relying on basically driving into the key and making incredible plays and mid-range shots. Basically almost pictured DeMar DeRozan. So can you imagine mm-hmm. some, some of the gaudy numbers, scoring numbers he would have put up if he had also relied, utilized the three a lot? And not just that, but also looking back at the... Um... Uh, the watching uh, the last dance. So those uh, early series in his career against the Pistons, when you have pretty much had to punch somebody across the face to uh, get a foul. <laughs> pretty Could much. You imagine- <laughs> Even then, I don't know if you well, if uh, Jordan ever got the calls uh, LeBron did, where you look at him the wrong way and it's a foul. <laughs> well, exactly. Um, I mean, considering he was an eighty-three point, sorry, an eighty-three percent uh, free throw shooter. Yeah. But going back to Kobe, though, he also he has the record for most points in a game for, for final final game in the NBA career when he put up sixty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it was before I'm- the game. TNT nationally televised this, and Shaq on the panel talked to Kobe before the game and said, "Kobe put up fifty. Sha- <laughs> he still upstaged him." <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, I, I th- now I mean I think he might have taken about sixty shots as well, but yeah, well, uh, <laughs> no. yeah, well, that was that was all about Kobe night. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, okay, oh, so moving on, 
Yeah, just to put a bow on Bryant, though, is, like I said, probably um, one of the – if he was on any almost any other franchise, he'd probably be considered the greatest player in that franchise. But the Lakers are were so dominant for so long, second most titles all time. But Kobe Bryant, though, in – Probably the sec, probably the second best high schooler of all time. Yeah, and definitely. So the first player to be voted a starter for an All Star game who was on the bench on his current team. Well, All Star game starter, and he was a bench player on the Lakers. Well, so that's when we have to remember that it's it's fan voting, so it's yeah. a popularity contest. Yeah. Yeah, but but still, that's I I I mean, bench players. If, are, if the fans like you, it doesn't matter what you do. That, that's uh, that's true, but I still find that a fun stat. Yeah, it is interesting for sure. Okay, okay so, so number so- seven on my list, I have Larry Birds. Okay, and uh, I, I I sort of hemmed and hawed, you know, about uh, not putting him higher on my list, um, and uh, you know that simply the reason why I didn't is because there, it's just such a crowded space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that we're, we're talking about, but this this is a guy who who averaged the better part of a triple double in his career, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's why he had to make this list. Um, oh God, yeah. He, aber- he averaged twenty four point three points a game, uh, ten rebounds a game, ten assists, and six point three assists per uh, per game throughout his career, and he had a wins above replace or sorry, a a, a, a not a wins above replacement, <laughs> a per of uh, of of twenty three point five. Um, and uh, also a career a career free throw percentage of eighty eight percent. He was a ten time All Star, three time All Defensive Player. Uh, so you're talking about a player who is extremely gifted offensively, and that's what he's most known for. Is he had a great shot, but he was also a great defensive player. He won three MVPs, two Finals MVPs. He was a three time champion. I wonder who got who got the Finals MVP over him and won those championships. That would be very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, so Bird, uh, yeah, he was—he was definitely a great player. He had a short—he had a shortened career too. He only played twelve seasons, uh, and I'll have to check why. I don't exactly know. Uh, so some of his, in terms of all-time rankings, he's—he's he, he's low on—he's pretty low on a lot of the of the lists. Like he's 39th in points, seventeenth, but he's seventeenth in points per game. You know, so I think that might give you a pretty telling idea of where he would be in the total points list had he had played maybe 16 or 17 seasons, for example. Uh, and same thing for rebounds. He was 61st. Um, but he's first all time in defensive win shares, you know, which is, which is a pretty, or sorry, rather he's thir- he Sorry. That was uh scratch that. That was Bill Russell. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, he, he, he was definitely one of the most dominant players throughout the eighties. He was a huge rival of, you know, of, of Jordan, Magic, and, uh, you know, the three of them had a really fun rivalry throughout that decade, including Isaiah Thomas, too. Yeah, I mean, hell, Magic and Bird actually had rivalry in college, and it went straight to the pros. You rarely see a college rivalry now with all the one-and-dones. Exactly. Um, I mean, Bird and Magic, had, like I said, had the rivalry through college, and then uh, Bird and Magic were pretty much one of the best rivals, NBA one-on-one rivals of all time. Oh, they were, you know, and uh, and he made, he made, he ended up being a pretty good coach too. Um, yeah, you know, for, for a few for a few seasons. Yeah, now now his uh, his total um, win shares is the lowest on my list at one forty five. But again, you know that that's that's dependent on on longevity um, as well as performance and. Uh, 
uh, I think, you know, had he played more than more than 12, uh, 12 seasons, he would have, uh, he would have done better. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm just also wondering with bird is if he was on such dominant teams, maybe after 11, 12 seasons and how physically demanding the NBA was back then, like I said, you could throw a right cross and barely draw a foul that maybe his body almost just said enough is enough. I've accomplished what I've gone to. I'm going to the hall of fame. There's nothing left to do. Yeah, it could have been for sure. Um, I mean, I have noticed a trend with some of these old time players, like, well, not, not necessarily old time players, but players have played um, in previous eras. having Pre-Jordan. Yeah, like, like Bill Russell, uh, Magic Johnson's another one, although his, 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 was his health. longevity was, was not related to, uh, to, it was health. to that. Well, yes, health, but in other areas of what you were suggesting with Bird. Yeah. So, yeah. So number seven on my list, I've got Bill Russell as number seven on mine. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm not going to reiterate a lot of stats you said, but uh, like you said, probably overall considered the greatest rebounder of all time. Um, and also one of my favorite stats with Bill Russell is he spent 12 years in the league, won 11, 11 titles in a row but zero, zero finals MVPs. He had yeah, five, oh yes, he had that's, five that's league strange. And, I mean, how, obviously he was on, like I said, those red Auerbach Celtics teams are, is probably the greatest dynasty possibly in sports history. Yeah. Um, definitely. They're, they're definitely up there. Sorry, Patriots fans. Uh, but, uh, um, but, yeah, no, like I said, Bill Russell. Also, they named the finals MVP trophy after him. Exactly. And like he never won it. Like, exactly. Uh, he, he presented it to Kobe. Or not Kobe. Why? <laughs> uh, last uh, last June. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. That that's that's a really that that's a really interesting peculiarity for yeah. sure. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think the reason honestly, I think the reason he retired after twelve seasons is he's won eleven straight titles and there was nothing left for him to do. It could have been. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that'd be my line of thinking is if you want 11 straight titles, you need a new challenge and yeah. or in, <laughs> there isn't a challenge anymore. Yeah. He yeah, ran I, out of, I, he ran out of fingers to put rings on for God's sakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's entirely possible. Uh, yeah. It's entirely possible for sure. Uh, so, I, I think it's definitely fair to say that he was the greatest. He's, he was the greatest defensive player of all time. Oh, for sure. Uh, so who do you have for your number six? Uh, Tim Duncan. Um, Yep. Yeah, so he was another member of the log jam on my list. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it, it was difficult um, sort of edging out some other players. Um, but I ended up going in favor of him, um, you know, simply because uh, he's a 15-time all-defensive uh, player, a 15-time all-NBA player. Uh, he won he – won, uh, two league MVPs, three finals MVPs, um, five championships. Um, now he's also uh, sixth all-time in blocks, uh, seventh all-time in win, win shares, uh, second all-time in defensive win shares as well. And uh, he's also third all-time in defensive rating. Um, so th- those are some pretty pretty incredible numbers that are just too hard to ignore. Um, he was a member of... of 
you know, what, what I think one of the greatest, I, you can, I guess you can't really call them a franchise because they never two-peated, uh, but they did win, you know, five, five championships uh, nonetheless. Yeah, they won, what, five titles in uh, about 15 years. Yeah. If anything, once they drafted Duncan, that franchise was the model of consistency. They never missed the playoffs. With, as long as Tim, Tim Duncan mm-hmm. never missed the playoffs in his career, which is absolutely insane. Because uh, yeah. And it, it's still a funny story how the Spurs got him. Is David Robinson missed a full year with injury. And... By happenstance, they just had they had obviously a terrible year. I think they finished with the third or fourth worst record, and uh, the Celtics that year intentionally tanked to get Duncan out oh, of did they? Wake Forest, and they lost the lottery. Um, uh, San Antonio won it. Who did Boston draft that year? Do you know? I, I'd have to check. Um, yeah, I don't think it was an impact player because Rick Pitino, as manager of the Celtics, was was garbage to say the least. But yeah. um, one thing's for sure, though, that, like I said, the Spurs, they got lucky. They got du- Robinson healthy. They got Tim Duncan out of uh, Wake Forest. And I don't want to – like I said, I, a borderline dynasty, but they since they never won back-to-back, it's tough to call a team. No, I, I think uh... – They the model consistency. Yeah, I, I, it, now, the, now the thing to bear in mind too is that over that period with Duncan between about 90, 97 and 20, what, 2015, 2016, I'm, I'm not Somewhere sure where they won five, and, five titles. They were also contemporary with some other great teams, such as the Lakers dynasty. Actually, two Lakers dynasties, really, because the Lakers yeah, won five. Yeah, the Shaq and Kobe dynasty and then the Kobe dynasty. Yeah, the Lakers won five championships in that period. The Heat won two. Um, and then you also had some individual, great individual teams, such as the Pistons in 04. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, had they, had they not been in sort of a, a very crowded space in terms of great teams, they, they probably would have won more. I know in 2000. Yeah, and, yeah I, I know they would have won more. Um, yeah, because so, the I last mean, title they won it, was the one that put LeBron out of Miami. Yeah, and, and you know what? They should have won the title in 2013. I remember thinking against uh, against the Heat. Uh, yeah, they three two series lead, and uh, LeBron uh, went basically just went absolutely batshit crazy in that one. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but I remember throughout that series, I throughout, throughout sorry, just one one more thing yeah. throughout that series, I really thought that the Spurs are going to win the title. So well, that was the only. Uh, uh, NBA Finals that Duncan Spurs lost. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a reason why they called Duncan the big fundamental, because he did everything almost flawlessly. Exactly. No. Why people don't give him the credit he deserves is because he did it with zero flash, and he played in San Antonio. Exactly. No, okay, so just uh, just, just uh, uh, one more thing on the 1997 NBA draft with Duncan. Uh, Boston ended up actually drafting Chauncey Billups, which was, okay. I mean, obviously not Tim Duncan, but it was still a solid move. You know, he was yeah. a career 15-point point a game player over 17 seasons. And, yeah, he uh, went uh, from Boston to Toronto just a couple years later. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then for about five uh, minutes. Detroit, where he really, really – put himself really on the map yeah he was a key player on a on a you know on a on a championship winning team um uh, in fact he, he even won a finals mvp in 2004 um mm-hmm. with a lot of people 
that was Ben Wallace's uh, Finals MVP. It was actually Chauncey. Yeah, exactly. So he was. He was. He was, so that wasn't a bad pick. I mean, it wasn't yeah. Duncan, but it definitely wasn't a bad. Pick. Anyway, yeah, it was. Just, he wasn't a franchise player. No, for the, no, exactly. So anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, who do you have oh. for next on your list? My number six. I'm going with Irving Magic Johnson. Okay. Uh, probably the best. Po- uh, he's definitely the best point guard on my list and probably the best point guard of all time yeah um when you say 12 all-star appearances 19 and a half points a game seven seven point two rebounds a game for a point guard that's absolutely incredible yeah it is uh, and the guy averaged uh, over 11 assists a game which you don't see anymore so he averaged nearly Um, a triple double throughout his career yeah triple double for his entire career and that that's including that ill-fatal uh, comeback um, uh, about 25 years ago uh, where he uh, came after his uh, HIV diagnosis, uh, had it under control, came back for one more season, and then uh, retired. Yeah. Uh, he was a, he's a five-time league champ, two-time finals MVP, three-time league MVP. And like I said, uh, he, I mean, the hook shot is essentially named after him for all intents and purposes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, when you when you average nearly a triple double for your entire career, not just a season, and a season, and averaging nearly a triple double a season is an incredible accomplishment too. But you're, I'm talking about an entire career. I mean, wow. Yeah, I mean, we've seen. I mean, we saw Russell Westbrook average a triple double uh, a few years ago, but his teams went absolutely nowhere in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Magic Johnson averaged borderline average a triple double in his career. And won five titles. So, uh, and if Birds Lakers, they probably would have won more. Or Birds Celtics, he probably would have won more. Exactly. So he's kind of almost like I would call the each hero of this list, where um, had he played what I would call a full and natural career, you know, um, I, I, I think he would, he, would, he would probably be more prominent on our list than he is. Well, when he, his last finals appearance was Jordan's first. And a lot mm-hmm. of NBA uh, media and even historians would say that's almost like the passing of a torch. Yes. Is when um, the Bulls just absolutely dismantled that Celtic, that uh, Lakers team in five. Well, that was that was his last season. I mean, well, not his last season, but that was his last season before he, he before the diagnosis. That was the year of before the, diagnosis. the age- Yeah, no, Magic, like I said, was uh, – I don't know what, how else to really describe it. Like I say, the best point guard of all time. Uh, I mean, you could throw in point guards like Steve Nash and Jason Dwayne, Kidd. Jason Kidd, Dwayne Wade. Um, hell, people are starting to throw Steph Curry in there. Oh, God. But, I know. Uh, I, yeah, I, I know. But, but if you just look at um, Magic Stats, he wasn't all about shooting. He wasn't all about uh, trying to steal uh, rebounds away. This Magic did it all exactly. So, for, and not only did he do it all, but he did it for a dominant Lakers team. Exactly. So I'm going to continue the Magic Love Fest. I actually have him as, uh, uh, you know, a fifth on my list. Um, mm-hmm. So for all for all of the reasons that you do, I mean, that, again, that near triple double uh, average for his entire career, I, I think speaks speaks for itself. Um, he had he had a per of twenty four point one. He was a career eighty four percent free throw shooter three-time mvp um 
And in terms of all-time rankings, again, he's a little bit lower on some of the lists than uh, he than he otherwise would be. But even in twelve seasons, though, he finished. He managed to finish fifth, fifth all-time in assists and first in assist point per game, assist per game rather. Uh, he was also sixth all-time in blocks. Believe it or not. Yeah. No. Um... Seventh all-time in win shares. Second all-time in defensive win shares. Yeah, no, say with with Magic, he, um, his stats for back then were it was definitely more of a team game. Yeah. Than than it, uh, I mean, it's become more of a team game now. But back when it was a uh, in the uh, late '90s and say early 2000s, outside of that Pistons team, it, it the NBA is usually about. You can have one or two dominant guys and three guys not to screw it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> essentially. Exactly. Excuse me here. I'm just going to open a, a fresh cold one. Go for it. Yeah. Tribute to uh, Bench Brewing Company. Thank you for the curbside pickup yesterday. All right. So who do you have? Uh... Number five, I just had who you talked about earlier, Mr. Larry Bird. Okay. Yeah, with Bird and Johnson, it's almost five, six, six, seven. You could put it was them almost. Third. Yeah, it it was difficult. No, I threw Duncan in between the two of them just to just to make it fun. But yes, it was difficult. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna I was just gonna flip a coin to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, no Bird and the what knock I've heard people say, and this royally ticks me off. Is he's only a dominant player because he was a white guy. That's the biggest crock of shit in the world. Oh yeah. Um probably the best Caucasian player in NBA history. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But um, and I think that, I mean, it did stick out a little bit, but if you just look at Bird's stats, Bird was dominant. Oh, yeah. He was the, he was the key. Uh, like, when you talked about the three <clears throat> championships, two MVPs, who stole that MVP from him? Exactly. Did, uh, who's the GM of the Celtics now, former uh, Blue Jay, uh, steal uh, that one MVP? Danny Ainge, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Danny Ainge steal an MVP from him or something? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what happened there, but, uh, you know. Yeah, no, um, Bird, and he's pretty much the only one on this list, really, who transitioned smoothly into management. Um, Mm -hmm. Went back, because he played for Indiana, he was a Hoosier in college. And went back to Indiana to coach the Pacers. Later became a GM, and I think he's uh, done with the Pacers franchise now, unless he's uh, team president or something like that. I think so. But yeah, but he was a good coach, though. Oh, he was a very good coach. He coached the Pacers to uh, an NBA Finals appearance. Yeah, exactly. And he uh, one of Reggie Miller. And he and he and, and not not only that, but he managed to to to, to push an amazing Lakers team to six. Yeah, which he was, was impressive. Bird, uh, I, I, uh, going back, talk about. It, I don't think Bird gets enough recognition as a coach, let alone a player. No, I agree. I agree. I, I think he was uh, maybe a bit like Tim Duncan, kind of one of these uh, you know players who wasn't flashy. He was just very fundamentally sound. He did pretty much yeah. everything at least well, but he wasn't flashy and stuff like that. You know, yeah. unlike some of his contemporaries. Yeah, and also. Let's face it, he wasn't a diva like some of the players in the league are today. It wasn't all about Bird. Uh, I mean, Larry was all about was all about wins. I mean, the guy, he literally didn't care who got the credit. Yeah, exactly. And, he, and it showed in his play. Exactly. Exactly. And he won three titles as a result. 
Exactly. And going back to say Johnson, who won five, it would have been more if it wasn't for magic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, well, they definitely canceled each other out to a certain extent. Oh, oh, for uh, sure. In, I mean, both in terms of league MVPs yeah. and, you know. Yeah, I mean, Matt from UCLA, Bird went to Indiana, and they say they met each other in not just the, the um, NBA finals a couple of times, but they like say they met each other in the college championship final four a couple of times. Exactly. And the funny thing is, is that they, they both played 12 seasons too. They both uh, had yeah. shortened careers. No, their uh, seasons definitely, or careers definitely uh, mirrored each other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So who do you have for your number four? Wilt the Stilts. And this was, you know, the top, uh, the, the top. Th- this is where it gets fun. Yeah. The top three and four actually were difficult. And, uh, I'll, and I'll explain why later and why I ended up selecting the, the three players that I did. But but for now, we have a guy who averaged 30.1 points and 22.9 rebounds per game, um, which is just like, you know, it, it, it's incredible. He's the reason why uh, why Bill Russell only, only quote-unquote, led the league in, re- in rebounding four times because he mm-hmm. actually is first all-time in total rebounds per game. Um, and he also averaged 4.4 assists too throughout his career. So, you know, he could pass, um, you know, which is, which is very impressive for a center. He also had a, had a per of 26.1. Uh, so that's when we're getting into kind of the elite, uh, territory mm-hmm. of per leaders. Uh, so we see he's high up in that list. Um, and he led the league in points per game, seven times rebounds, 11 times. He was a 10 time, all, all NBA player, four time MVP, 11 time rebound champion, Four-time scoring champion, he actually led the league in assists one season too. Um, two-time NBA uh, champion, and I don't know who, but someone actually won a Finals MVP over him. One of his teammates yeah. one year because he's a one-time Finals MVP. I want to know who, yeah. who, which of his teammates won the probably Danny Ainge, <laughs> yeah, probably. And uh, so he set he's seventh all-time in points, second all-time in points per game, first all-time in rebounds per game. Um, he's 80th on the list in assists. I mean, seeing a center make the all-time assists list actually is pretty impressive. Um, so yeah. he's also third all-time in win shares per 48 minutes. He's second all-time in total win shares, uh, third in offensive win shares, fifth in uh, uh, defensive win shares. And, oh, you know what? I actually don't have his all-time rankings on the per list, but I believe it's... I believe it's top. Oh, it's it top to be, five. It would say have to be top five for sure. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, oh, sorry, six. He's six all time in close player enough. efficiency rating. <laughs> so yes, close enough. So he is. Uh, he he's a no doubter at number four. And again, I I I, I hemmed and hawed over actually even possibly making him number three, but I'll explain shortly why I, I selected the third player. Yeah, for my number four, I went with a gentleman. A lot of people don't know him as Luau Cinder, mm-hmm. but a lot of people know him as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, to me, the greatest Laker of all time. Uh, 19 All-Star appearances, was in the All-Star game almost every year of his career. Uh, twenty-four, Just over 24.5 points a game, 11 boards a game. Uh, three and a half assists a game. Uh, guy was a guy, six-time NBA champion. Only two Finals MVPs, but he also had six league MVPs, which is the highest on my list of uh, league MVPs. Um, mm-hmm. Probably one of the greatest pure shooters of all time, and 
of second greatest dynasty of all time. Uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I don't know what to say. I mean, a lot of he's to me, he's the greatest Laker. Uh, for probably one of the most dominant franchises in not just North American sports, but all worldwide sports, including some of the great soccer dynasties out in uh, Europe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when you think of the Lakers before Kobe and Shaq, it it was Kareem and Magic. And like I say, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) He he played part uh, of He was part of the, uh, one of the the Lakers' first true dynasties. Um, Like, I mean, if you just look at the the 11 uh, 11 boards a game uh, for a guy who wasn't a center, it is quite impressive. Yeah. And uh, like you said, he also went through a lot of, I don't want to say, I don't want to say racism when he converted to Muslim and dropped the name and went to his Muslim name. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You got anything to say about Kareem, or is I'm assuming he's your number three? Yeah, you just gave me a great ramp up to my number three, so thank you. Um, so yeah, so I, I had a very difficult time basically uh, selecting, deciding who to select for third, either him or Wilt. Um, mm-hmm. And I ended up going with him um, simply because his, frankly, like the one thing is is his uh, his six MVPs were just too hard to ignore. Um, and he's a 15 time all, all NBA, you know, player, 11 time, all, all NBA defensive team, um, four time block champion, two time finals, MVP, two time scoring champion. And, uh, similar to Wilt, he, he's very, very high on many of the all time lists, including arguably at least the most important and at his points <clears throat> with uh, over 38,000 points. He's first. And uh, I believe it's thirty-eight thousand points. Let's let me let me, yeah. let me be sure. LeBron got that bar behind. Yeah, him. thirty-eight thousand points. Yeah, LeBron. The, and here's the thing: is yes, we might have a new all-time scoring champion in the next few years, but for now, anyway, he's still first, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, he's also seventh all-time in win shares per forty-eight minutes. First in total win shares. First in offensive win shares. Third in defensive win shares. Thirteenth uh, and per, so that that's where it was a little bit more. It, it was a little bit of a tough decision because uh, I, I do value the per stat high, and uh, I mean, you know, Wilt is a fair bit higher on that list than him. But nonetheless, though, he was uh, he's my number three. Yeah, no, with Kareem is, I think the reason his per is probably a little low is just because he was on such great teams. It's I hard to so. single out. It's like trying to figure out the equivalent for hockey what rescue was when he also had Curry and Messier and Fuhrer and yeah. <laughs> Paul and Kevin Lowe and all those guys. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to figure out how good a player was when they were on a dynasty. Yeah, exactly. Where you- I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe if they're even, maybe if they're, they're the number one, you know, yeah, Scoring exactly. Option. I mean, yeah, there, there, there might be a few number one scoring options or, you know, something like that. Yeah, it's almost like trying to figure out, okay, who was the bigger contributor to uh, the uh, Warriors dynasty, Steph, Clay, or Durant? Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it was Durant, but yes. Um, yeah, no, that's, why, that's, but yeah, that's a yeah, fair argument. Completely different day. Yeah, exactly. So Yeah, for my number three, I've got Wilt the Stilt. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, okay, so, and so you, so you, you, you did exa- it, exactly. the reverse of you. That's, that's funny. It, exactly. Well, if this our far list would be exact same, this would be a freaking boring podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and also, I mean, the one stat Wilt has that will never be touched, I'm sorry, is the 100 points in a game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Kobe had 81. He was 19 points short. And people called that close. And that was in a three-point <laughs> era. They didn't even have the three-point yeah, line. Yeah, that was, that was era. These were all twos. Mine's year. Yeah. They were all twos from like two feet away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were all uh, basically shack points. Yeah. <laughs> it was better points where you basically pick it up and put a rebound away. Yeah. But still, but still, who you, I don't care if this is the G League, if this is high school ball, college, whatever. 100 points in a game is a freaking amazing. Yeah, I, I think really you could say at least arguably I have never seen a player. I think if any of the player of all the players in this list, including arguably even the number one player, I think he might have dominated the game the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I think part yeah. of it is because he was a, he was a physical. He was physically he was just so physically imposing at a time when I think yeah. I think a lot of the players tended to be smaller than they are today. And, you know, with all due respect, maybe a little bit less athletic than they are today. Yeah. Well, we know about more about nutrition and physical health today than we did back then too. Exactly. I mean, the only other center I've ever seen anywhere near as dominant as Chamberlain was, was Shaq. Yeah. And, and, and because, because again, reason. Shaq was of a human being. He was scary. He was just, you know, unbelievable. He was just huge. Was it his rookie year in uh, Orlando? Shaq actually brought down the uh, total backboard. <laughs> exactly, and, he, and and Shaq played at a time when players were big and they were athletic and they were mean. Too. Yeah, he, he like because he came yeah. into the league probably you know maybe at the tail end of, of of the rough and tumble you know era that we that 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 was prominent in the eighties. Yeah, well, the bad boy Pistons teams. Yeah, exactly. That's when the NBA started tightening up on the on the foul calls and started calling it closer to the rule. Oh, and, well, and, and if anything, since then they've probably even gone a little bit overboard with that. But yes, yeah, again, <laughs> it's with uh, and also with uh, with Chamberlain though. <laughs> game, I, hell, if anyone tried at hundred points a game now, probably about thirty points alone would be from the free throw line. Yeah. Because uh, the rep were looking to increase the point total. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, it's like back then, you had to almost uh, shoot a guy in the leg and make sure it connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even and even that, power. I don't know. I don't think it'd be a given. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, Wilt the Stilt, there's, like I say, easily the best center of uh, all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shaq is a, is a number two, but. Wilt the still, you know, said easily the best center of all time, um, uh, and definitely the most dominant player at his position. I agree, definitely, definitely the best center of all time. Uh, you know, it's a no doubter. I mean, there are there have been some other guys, great players too, like uh, David Robinson and Hakeem Olajuwon. You know, the, yeah. it's, it's a pretty crowded space for for great centers, and he was he was the best. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, uh, for number two, I have a feeling you're going to go to uh, Mr. Akron, Ohio himself. The King. Yes, the King James. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think some people might not like 
like this this move. I don't know why he has so many haters. In my, in my opinion, I still think it's the way he left Cleveland the first time. I, I, yeah, I, I tend to think so too. Um, I, I think you know, yeah, it's not just it's not just leaving Cleveland. I don't blame him, frankly, for leaving Cleveland the first time. It's but, the way. But it was that stupid hour-long TV, you know, primetime special to announce this the decision. decision. That I'll admit was ridiculous, for sure. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and I, was pretty, I was pretty irritated with him for a few seasons after that. I, like, let's put it this way. I was not cheering for the Miami Heat. Uh, I don't think anybody outside of South Florida was cheering for the Heat. No, exactly. You know, but, uh, but nonetheless, I have him, uh, too. Uh, you know, 27.1 points per game through his, his career, which is still going, as we know, um, subject to the pandemic ending. <laughs> um, pandemic, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But anyway, um, 7.4 rebounds and 17, 7.4 assists for his career, um, a career per of 27.2, which is freakish. He, he has just yep. an outlandish per. And when I looked at that, because initially – I wanted to put him high on the list, but then I thought, well, you know, wait a minute. Let's make sure I'm not suffering from recency bias. You know, I yeah. he's a guy I'm watching right now. I want to make sure that the stat, that the facts line up, and they do. Yeah, <laughs> he's off yeah. now. Boy. Yeah, they they do, and uh, he's he's a 15 time All NBA player, four MVPs, six All Defensive Teams, three Finals MVPs. Uh, you know, in three championships and, uh, you know, just, just an incredible player. Um, third all-time in points, fourth all-time in points per game, uh, sixth in, in, in win shares per 48 minutes, third in win share, total, like third in, in total win shares, second in offensive win shares, 18th in defensive win shares, uh, second in per. Um, so I don't really know what else to say. <sighs> Uh, yeah, with uh, with LeBron, uh, we'll just easily make him my number two as well. Um, well, I did, with, well, just before you go into into your your thing, I I, oh, I, I just also want to add one more thing. And um, um, he was leading the league in assists per game in the 2019-20 season. Personally, I think the season is going to be canceled. So we can also really say that he's also um, one one um, you know. Uh, he, he was top of the league in assists per game for one season. Yeah, with with LeBron is also going because he's my number two as well. Is to me he's one of the best true passers of all time. I mean mm-hmm. the guy. I mean probably also one of the biggest knocks if there was any knock on LeBron is he could uh, he's only three title wins in uh, what nine appearances. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I know, I know that's something that a lot of his, I, I, I think a lot of it. Sorry, this is just me nitpicking. Well, I think he made it to nine finals for God's sakes. Yeah, I think people bashing him for that is, 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 is just kind of something I think his haters like to do. That's almost like bashing Brady. That's like bashing Tom Brady for losing three Super Bowls. And technically, Tom Brady is second most uh, Super Bowls lost all time. And we and we know you're not a Brady fan, so that's saying something. No, yeah, I mean, that, it's like nit, it's it's nitpicking to say, oh, LeBron's lo- lost twice as many times as he got into the finals. Are you kidding? Exactly. To me, nine finals alone is dominance. Yeah, uh, he's got the second most uh, finals appearances on my list. Uh, I, would, I mean, Bill Russell's obviously number one. 
And he's also eight full time in assists, which uh, yeah, no, like you said, LeBron is one of the best pass. To me, he's the best pass, pure passer I've ever seen, especially for a guy who's not a point guard. Yeah, now he has played point guard here and there at times of his career. Yeah, but, but he's not a true point and, guard. LeBron. And the thing, true, that, and the thing that's amazing about that, LeBron is that you could probably say he 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 could be one of the best point guards of all time if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron is so dominant. Um, like you say, his size and build—he's a small forward. Yeah, but he could probably play the one, two, or three. And if you're desperate, if you want to play small, he could play power well, forward. Has, if you want to play, small. he has played power forward before. Exactly. I mean, uh, the best athlete ever to be drafted straight out of high school, number one in the 2003 draft, which is to me the greatest NBA draft class of all time. Yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. Uh, you got LeBron at one, uh, Melo at three, Bosch at four. Dwayne Wade was drafted fifth in his class. Now, as we know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Bosch, uh, but yes. Yeah, I mean, that. I mean, yeah, the way Chris Bosch left Toronto was something to be desired. I'm still pissed off. Um, yeah, no, uh, I think it's uh, the reason people are upset at Bosch, including you, is he, le- he made his decision known via that February uh, to uh, in the NBA circles, but he left the entire Raptors franchise thinking they actually had a shot at resigning. Him. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but go, but going back to LeBron, I don't blame him for leaving uh, Cleveland. There was nothing he could have done. I mean, if if you believe if you believe the conspiracy theorists, <laughs> the reason he left Cleveland was so the team could tank, get a couple of star players, and he would go back and help Cleveland win a title. Yeah, and if you believe the conspiracy theorists. They're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, after four, four years in Miami, going to four straight finals, going two and two in the finals, he went back to Cleveland. They had Kyrie. Uh, they had the first overall pick, Wiggins, flip him for love, and boom, uh, four straight title appearances there. Exactly, and in the first several years of his career, in that respect, actually really resembled a lot uh, Jordan a lot. You know, yeah. a great a, a great individual player on a, on on a team that wasn't very good. And uh, the only reason why they were making the playoffs before is because it was because of him. But the, he didn't have a oh yeah he didn't have a supporting cast. And no, I mean the first decent <laughs> player Jordan ever was Grant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he didn't have a supporting cast at all, and it didn't it, yeah. it didn't seem as if the team was prioritizing that. Uh, and I don't. I mean, I certainly I certainly don't blame him for that for for that perception. So he left, yeah. which is fair. Yeah. And with, uh, like you said, with LeBron is, I think another reason why he's probably got haters is he's very outspoken of the current United States president. And let's face it, right now, the current United States president is probably the mo- most controversial figure of uh, of least recent history right now is because it's either a true with him or against it. And if you're considered against the president um, right now, you will have some of the most vile haters oh, yeah. on the planet. Oh yes. Um, you, you just go. You just throw the words uh, on Twitter, uh, Donald Trump or uh, forty-five or whatever, and it's either God bless the greatest president in U.S. history or the biggest embarrassment to the United States since Benedict Arnold. Yeah, exactly. Like, really? <clears throat> exactly. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. So anything else you want to say about uh, LeBron? Um, the fact that uh, just one more thing is now with him at the Lakers, he 
he uh, it looked like his first year with the Lakers that they thought, oh, they're going to get uh, Kawhi. They're going to get uh, Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Well, the Spurs said we're not trading him to a Western Conference team. And then instead they flipped him to uh, Toronto and we all know what happened. Mm-hmm. And then they held off mm-hmm. on tra- um, trading him to uh, tr- the Pelicans tra- held off. And this year, like I said, I w- if it wasn't for um, this uh, shortened season, I do think the Lakers have got a really good shot at winning another title. Uh, they do. And um, I, I don't think it's a no-doubter. I, I would say they would have a couple of tough, tough challenges in the West with Kawhi and the Clippers and uh, Murray and the Nuggets. And then if they got to the finals, they're probably playing either the Bucks, uh, Celtics, or Raptors. Mm, it'll be the Bucks, to be honest. I don't think the Celtics or Raptors would have a, a well have a chance. Uh, if it was one of the two that had a better chance, I'd probably say Toronto, just because they had the book on the on the Bucks last year. But I agree with you. I think the Bucks would still be Toronto. But with uh, yeah. one also yeah. outside of Dwayne Wade, I do think Anthony Davis is the best pure player he's ever played with, and I think that's oh yeah, definitely this year. Oh, definitely. So definitely. for the start uh, he, with. I mean, your number one, which is definitely mine too, and uh, his airness himself. What are you talking about? Mine is on Jabak. Oh, oh shoot! Uh, yeah, because because mine is um, Trace McGrady. <laughs> yeah, I debated actually between Oliver Miller and Zon Tabak. Oh yeah, don't forget Alvin For Robertson. One of mine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, no. So jokes aside, to uh, to uh, about old time Raptors uh, from the inaugural <laughs> season, yeah. <laughs> And I mean Raptors bench players too. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it is, as Steven said, it is his airness himself, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. In my opinion, is not even close. Now, I, I know, I, I know, you know. Despite all the haters there are about LeBron, some of his, uh, I guess, you know, biggest fans will say that he's, you know, than Jordan. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he's even close, even though he's second on my list. Michael Jordan is by far the greatest player of all time. If you if you if you were to watch um, the Last Dance, you know one one thing that really impressed me is the fact that Jordan basically was the best player in the league in his rookie year. You know, uh, and I didn't realize quite how good mm-hmm. he was right from the get go. Um, and uh, so he's uh, he basically you know basically was 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 led the league. Is basically in the top five in virtually every significant statistical category. Um, you know that's relevant to, to his position. Uh, you know, so he's first all in points per game, uh, all time fifth and you know fifth in, in total points. And I mean, let's be honest: if it wasn't for all those retirements, um, he would be first in total points per game. He would have he would have had. Thirty-eight thousand. He probably would have had forty thousand or more points per game if he had played a full. You know, he so he's another guy who had a shortened career. In this mm-hmm. case, it was by his own choice. Uh, you know, but he had a shortened career. Um, so it would have been very interesting if he had played. You know, maybe uh, seventeen or eighteen seasons instead of like what. Uh, you know, well, he played fifteen, but but still, I think he could have played at least. Yeah. With- yeah, with uh, Jordan though, is he was he transcended the game. Um, hell, he. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you believe the conspiracy theory, uh, the, to me, I always like the, the good conspiracy theory. What Jordan was is the reason he missed a year and a half. It's not because he got suspended for gambling. Yeah. Uh, got a hundred game suspension for gambling. Yeah. Um, 
<coughs> or or well, the version of it that I've heard is he didn't actually get suspended, but what he did is he took a deal with the league that basically, basically stating that like is he would just go away for a little while, so the team, so league wouldn't have to go through the embarrassment of having to suspend him. Yeah. Either way, it was he missed a hundred games, uh, either league requested or mandated by uh, for the problem uh, or well, gambling, uh, I guess, controversy. But it, yeah, with with, yeah. with Michael though, I've never seen a player maybe a few here and there like like a Kobe or a LeBron, but especially from day one who could turn it off and on, and there was no off switch with Jordan. The guy, saw his team no, throwing up bricks in the first quarter, he would say, quit shooting, give me the bleeping ball. And exactly. Well, no stopping him. He was, he was a- hitting a shot. He was going <laughs> to the line anyways. Um, exactly. Hell, he yeah, even exactly. made a movie <laughs> that LeBron's doing a sequel on. Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He was an 11-time All-NBA player, nine-time All-Defensive team, uh, five-time MVP, six-time Finals MVP, ten-time scoring champion, one-time Defensive Player of the Year, which, uh, which, is, which is an award that they only brought in maybe 20 years ago, yeah. 25 years ago. So, unfortunately, it would have been interesting to see how exactly. many of those Bill Russell would have won. <laughs> but, uh, but he won one. And, uh, and of course, yeah, six time champion, six uh, finals appearances, and uh, you won six MVPs, uh, six finals MVPs, five league MVPs. The only finals, uh, or the only league MVP he yeah. really didn't win was, um, and when during those both dynasties, was one to uh, Carl Malone, or, or uh, yeah, one to Carl Malone, actually, sorry, two, two, two to exactly. Malone, yeah, in the uh, Two years that Jazz met the Bulls yeah. in the finals, Malone won those two MVPs. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. Yeah, just to okay, tie a so- bow on on Michael as a Raptor fan uh, from uh, the inaugural season, the guy actually uh, pretty much sold out Skydome when the when the Bulls came to Toronto, <laughs> and including probably to me one of oh, the God, greatest in, uh, regular season upsets of all time is the expansion Raptors beat the Bulls team that end up going 72 and 10. Also, thank you, Michael Jordan, for not judging the Raptors too harshly for deciding to uh, wait until 1998 to build a proper uh, arena and actually try and play basketball <laughs> exactly. in baseball stadium. Yeah, so it's exactly. Much appreciated. Because yeah, I well, I mean, the, for a bit they uh, flipped between the Dome and Maple Leaf Gardens, and Maple Leaf Gardens but, well, it was the perfect place for that, them. But uh, that was the dumbest thing I've ever, I've ever, one of the dumbest moves in sports. Well, don't forget the Spurs played at the uh, at the Alamo Dome too for a while. Yeah, yeah and that place. So I mean, playing in a dome for an NBA um, team wasn't but, out of the realm of possibility, but it it was it was bad. It was just. It looked bad. It looked. It looked. Yeah, it was embarrassing for for an for for a for a for, a, for an expansion yeah. team to do that is embarrassing. But also with Michael though <clears throat> is when the Raptors came in, Michael was at the absolute height of his popularity. And yeah, it, I mean, oh, yeah. I yeah, I don't think uh, the NBA <laughs> should retire the number twenty three. 
uh, and grand and grandfather it in, uh, sort of like they did with uh, 45 in basketball or baseball and 99 in hockey. Um, see a couple of yeah. players, oh, yeah, including yeah. LeBron, that wears 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you see, to me, 23, it, it, it's Michael Jordan. Yeah, I, I'm actually surprised. Yeah, honestly, I am too. Because, uh, like you say, Major League Baseball retired <clears throat> 45 for Jackie Robinson, reti- uh, and the NHL retired 99 for Gretzky. It's about time. Yeah. Well, probably the reason. Well, probably the reason why they're yeah. doing it is because of LeBron. You know. Um. So I mean, it, it's kind of it, it, it's kind of impossible. Well, I guess he could retire 23 and just basically say the two best players of all time had that number. Yeah. So just oh, just almost time. grandfather it in. Where basically no new players can. Can wear it. Yeah. Once LeBron retires. No, just say exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I, I just think, say, as if now, outside of players that wear it oh, now, no true. new players can put can wear it. Exactly. So, okay. Uh, now yeah, some guys who are really good and just didn't make the cut, unfortunately. I've got the only uh, current players on my list now, um, or current player who uh, is an honorable mention is um, Kevin Durant, uh, guy's 10-time All-Star, 27, 7-2, and two. two-time he's uh, NBA champion and two-time finals MVP with, uh, with the Warriors. The guy's been to three NBA finals, um, lost to LeBron's uh, Miami Heat team in, um, in 2012 in the lockout-shortened year with the Thunder. Uh, he was the key – he was the thing that got um, – the war. He was the key piece that got the Warriors over the top. I get after losing bronze uh, Cavs team. Yeah. The guy, the guy. Well, and I, and I and I and I've long believed that he's. Uh, I mean, when healthy, I will, it'll be interesting to see how he is when he returns. But when healthy, he's the second oh, best player in the NBA. Oh, oh, there, yeah, oh, for sure. Um, I really, I, I mean, this may be a, con- a controversial topic north of the border, but I think if Durant was healthy. The Warriors uh, just have to absolutely have their way with the Raptors in the finals last year, and when because I, I don't think they would have swept the Raptors. I think it probably would have gone five. I think the Raptors probably would have stolen one. But sorry, go on. What would have happened in twenty fifteen had the Cavaliers been healthy? Go on. Exactly, and that's the I mean the biggest what if is. That's why, uh, to me, part of winning a yeah. title is a team that stays the healthiest. And um, like you say, what would have happened yeah. in 2015 exactly. and lo- if exactly. Love and Irving so, didn't So that's why it. I don't really like going into these, you know, and, these and types so, of conversations. Because, because the fact is, is that, um, you know, what it, if, it, yeah. is, is the Warriors had injuries. And uh, like it or not, one of, one of the key components to, to winning a championship is being able to stay healthy. You know, I mean, m- maybe it's not your fault if some of your players got hurt. Exactly. Uh, you know, but it is what it is. You know, typically, typically the but, teams that win are the teams that stay healthy. Yeah. And uh, and 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 the Warriors had stayed healthy for, you for know, sure. throughout. Uh, uh, you know, since between between 2015 and 2019, they stayed very healthy, and uh, it showed in winning three three championships in four years. Mm-hmm. And their door kind of their their, their door kind of closed. They're winning most uh, temporarily. We'll see uh, how the Warriors do with um, I, I don't, I Wiggins, don't see a healthy Clay, and a healthy Steph for a whole year. But 
um, because I, I, oh, I God, don't no, no, no. but I don't I, think I, I they're going to be a 15 win team though either. A, you know, <laughs> one of the top four teams um, probably in the Western conference. Yeah. I, I just don't see them winning. I, I, I really don't see the Rockets championship though with their current roster. No, but I mean, who knows? I mean, if they, they could stay healthy and LeBron but, you starts know, I'll going say down this with though, injuries, for all or the Kawhi's knee acts up again, one of the top point guards of all time, or even one of the top players of all time, this is the opportunity for him to show that if he is. Yeah. Exactly. Um, going back to my honorable mention, so I'm yeah. going to put yeah. in Dr. J, Julia Serving. Uh, 16-time All-Star, 24 points a game, eight and a half uh, rebounds a game, uh, one uh, championship, four league MVPs. I mean, they basically put in a yeah, contest at the uh, All-Star game eight, just for him. Yeah, but, yep, for sure. Yeah, exactly. You only put eight. Exactly. It's not – we don't call this the E9 or the E10. Uh, I'm going to put also uh, the mailman, Carl Malone. To me, best player yeah. ever, best NBA player never to win a championship. Uh, got second all-time in mm. scoring, two league MVPs, averaged 25 and 10. Um, and if it wasn't for exactly. Jordan, he would have two championships. <laughs> uh, came close when he went to the Lakers, but uh, they ran into probably one of the best defensive teams and I in recent memory, that, in that, uh, uh, I guess it was the 04 Pistons it, team. There maybe was too many All-Stars on that team, and it caused some chemistry problems. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right, so any, anyway. Oh, for sure. Are you done your, your honorable mentions? Exactly. No, I, I've just got one more, and that's probably the, the okay. second best center of all time, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. There was that, they made a, made a defensive strategy yes. after him, after they realized he couldn't hit a free throw called Hackashack. Um, the guys, the guy was electrifying. Um, funny as hell. Great, great interview. Not afraid to trash talk. Not definitely not afraid to get physical. The guy averaged uh, under twenty, just under twenty four and eleven a game. Uh, four NBA okay, championships, three finals, MVPs, and was okay. Great, most dominant uh, so center just, at I, this time. I'm not really going to go into too many details for each player, just for the sake of time. Um, and also, uh, some of my players are the same as yours. Uh, so it would be kind of a ditto what Steve said, uh, type thing, but, uh, okay. So starting off Oscar Robertson, um, you know, he's, uh, it was difficult not putting him on mm-hmm. my eight, but you know, that that's, that's why they call it the eight, as you said, um, Kobe Bryant, you know, again, tough decision not to include mm-hmm. him on my list. Uh, but, uh, you know, I know, I know with Kobe Bryant, just 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 touching him really briefly. The reason why he didn't is basically because of his uh, uh, his player efficiency rating was not quite at the level that uh, you know I was looking for. Um, you know, Hakeem Olajuwon was another one, uh, very 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 good player, and played for the Raptors for about five mm-hmm. minutes, and uh, you know as well. And at the end of his career, and uh, it's uh, I just I wish the Raptors had him earlier in his career. I'll, say that um and uh and then Shaq and for all the reasons he <laughs> said he was definitely uh he I would say he was the most dominating center I have ever watched as a young younger fan you know I, I'm not old enough to have yeah. uh seen uh Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or uh, or at least you know yeah you know or Wilt so you know he he's definitely the most or dominating Wilt, or I've ever Wilt, watched yeah. and then there's obviously and then there's Dr. J 
as well, who you had in your list. Um, I could have made my honorable yeah. mentions probably 10 or 15 players. You know, Carl Malone. Carl Malone would have been on mine, um, but I took a stand and said, I am going to keep it at five. Absolutely. I am not going over five under any circumstances. If it was a, if, if it was a list of six honorable mentions, Carl Malone would, would have been there for sure. But, but uh, there are just too many great players. <laughs> and if it was, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah, so uh, for next week, uh, this is actually inspired by my wife, Megan. Um, we're going to do the top eight upsets of all time. Any sport, it could be a playoff series. I'm going to go into playoff series or if it's a, a what is done elimination, like yeah. uh, Olympics or NFL. Like or 2008, like for example. Super Bowls, yeah, exactly. Or And then playoff series as well. But this is going to be fun. It's going to do a, quite a bit of research, but it's also going to bring back some good memories <laughs> and probably some painful memories, Jordan, really. Uh, of some of the bigger uh, upsets in sport. I mean, where does uh, I mean you go? Where does a miracle on ice rink? Exactly. Uh, Super Bowl three. Um, the Giants beat the Patriots. Uh, the Warriors upsetting the Mavericks. And uh, yeah, no, we're gonna have some fun with this one. Um, no, that's it. Got I'm, I'm else before we uh, check out for the day, it's gonna be really interesting. Okay. Well. You have a great week, and uh, everyone out there, have a good one. Remember, keep uh, practicing social distancing, flatten the curve, and we'll get through this.